0: up everybody welcome to another episode of the place where streams come true but first things first we're gonna change a bit of logo because we found out that there's another podcast called where streams come true so we are the place where streams come true and today we are going to talk about the third episode of WandaVision but first my name is Shannon and I'm joined by my lovely co-host Helen how are you doing today?
1: I'm great I uh, really love this episode so I'm psyched to talk about it.
0: I I laughed at this episode probably more than I should have like I guess because I can, like because it was very stereotypical um, sitcom humor which I, I kind of watched some sitcoms growing up as a kid but not traditionally i don't know i guess maybe i found it funny because it was the, the character's vision of wanda doing it and i just absolutely yeah. love their chemistry so i i did find myself laughing at this way too much than i probably should have because it is very gimmicky sitcom jokes but i don't know i just found it hilarious but uh first things first, of course we're going to break it down so helen help us out let's break down episode three
1: uh all uh we Start off with our lovely 70s intro, uh, which pays homage to a whole bunch of uh, of different shows, and we can kind of see them all uh, reflected in, in the, the title cards. Um, we don't see quite as many Easter eggs as we did in the animated one. Um, what it actually kind of feels like is Wanda kind of re-establishing... I'm going to say Wanda re-establishing the, the world as... Uh, as it, it should be now. So she's got. Um, she's now friends with Geraldine. Uh, she's obviously she's creating sort of the memory of all these experiences that she's had, seeing all these people and buying all the things for the nursery and lots of giraffes. Um, but <laughs> I will come back to that later. Awesome. Um, but yeah, so uh, a really really cool intro there.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting. I've known I don't know if you've noticed this, but every show there's a hexagon in it Mm -hmm. and also what shapes what also has a hexagon shape is a beehive (laughs) i might be looking into it but i'm just thinking hive mind we have the beekeeper
1: that's pretty cool
0: and I've also, I'm very partial to the shape because I use it in my own like designs and things, but I like it kind of thing. But I just, it, it's, you know, I noticed it the first two episodes, but then it was really in this intro, like deliberately, every yeah. little frame and frame was a hex, it's hexagon. Yeah, six yeah. hexagon. And I was like, okay, this has to be deliberate because it's not now. Oh, it's for the times kind of thing, like or the time yeah. period. But yeah, it was very much a very Brady Bunch, uh, Mary, Mary Tyler Moore show all kind of stuff intro so I'm loving it loving it I, I can't wait to see what next week's kind of 80s is gonna be because this is gonna start being the shows I remember watching and the 90s and the oddies but anyway so um yeah so I love that it opens up and then now we're kind of with the doctor doing that stereotypical humor like mm-hmm hmm, hmm. and they're all like huh. What, what does it mean and i love yeah. i love that he's like yep you're definitely pregnant and she's this massive belly it's like uh yeah yep. thanks doc um
1: yeah. thanks for that <laughs> doctor of course being dr nielsen as in nielsen ratings for television uh really enjoyed that oh
0: i didn't catch that
1: yeah uh it's the the sort of the the rating system for how many views a show gets and, like, it's kind of what a lot of shows live and die on. Um But just loved that, like, of all the names they could have picked for The Doctor, it was Nielsen.
0: Oh, see, it's this kind of detail. I'm, um, one, really glad you pick up on, and, two, that has to be deliberate. You can't tell me that it's, like, coincidental. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's a TV-based show, and you have a, you know, a character called Nielsen. That's definitely not <laughs> accidental. I I know that... um a lot of viewers of various movies and TV shows get accused of reading too much into things, but I think with this one in particular, um, the intention is there are clues here. Yeah. Um. It was set up as a mystery. Um. The the trailers all made you kind of sort of go, oh, what is the mystery of what is happening here? Um. So I don't think it's too wild to be reading into things right now.
0: Yeah, definitely. So I loved that also. One thing that I really picked up kind of clue-wise is vision is very aware of the time period because after they talk to the doctor and everything, he's like, "So what about the span of it being in 12 hours?" which is interesting as the first time we're kind of getting a time pacing between these episodes because we don't know at the time like in the world what time period is happening. So, it's obviously 12 hours within the span of the end of episode 2. To episode three so that means all that stuff that happening in the opening sequence is not like days and days and days and days have passed
1: that's what i'm saying yeah that's why i kind of feel like the intro is is her kind of re-establishing it um and i, I have this kind of feeling about the intros and also the adverts um mm-hmm. as being sort of a very specific this is the time period that we are in right now like narrow it down to just this mm. um and also like i say re-establishing relationships or establishing relationships as uh geraldine later in the episode is like you know your best friend geraldine who you've spoken to twice yeah. um but it's that sort of thing that's uh quite interesting to see
0: yeah, so I, I think, of course, being in with the times, you have the doctor kind of going, oh, okay, to make it easier for the little lady, we, you know, say this. <laughs> and, of course, you, you can tell she kind of almost breaks the fourth wall and kind of looks at the camera like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But um, it's interesting, like, talking about the fruit and whatnot. And, again, their chemistry is great, where, you know, he's kind of going like this, and she looks at him, and he's like...
1: But it's also fun because um, we're kind of seeing a... Vision in this show is very of the time that his show is set in. That the the, the, the show is set in. Um, We know what normal vision sounds like. He's very soft spoken. He's very deliberate in his words. He's not, he isn't prone to exaggeration. He's a robot. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Or actually, as they mentioned in this episode, they correctly call him a synthesoid, uh, which is what he is in the comics. So I'm glad to see them actually you know using the the word that we would expect there um but he the this sort of goofy 70s version of him um it's kind of fun to see where that appears and disappears throughout the episode it's really it's it's very much clearer than the say the 50s where the guys in the 50s are still kind of Relatively reserved, not quite as like zany Um, so when you have the difference between vision and fifties vision, they aren't quite as far away as vision and seventies vision, who are just completely different uh, people. And it's just talk- Paul Bettany having the time of his life.
0: He's brilliant. Can we talk about the joke? The, p- p-
1: the papaya.
0: <laughs> Again, I laughed at that way too much than I should have. But slightly before we get to that joke. We have the Wanda Ask Vision to take the doctor, you know, walk the doctor out and everything. And of course we set up that he's going to Bermuda and Which we see Yes. And we see um Herb, you know, working in the garden and yep. everything. And, and I the hedges. Th- and I think we get our first kind of glitch because I can't tell if it's like he's glitching or what. But I mean clearly he's, you know, hedging through the brick kind of thing. It is-
1: very peculiar um the way that he is staring directly at the uh where the the trimmer meets the wall like he is just absolutely focused on it and when um vision sort of points out to him um it's it it reminded me of like an npc in a video game that perhaps hasn't like they're just walking into a wall constantly they're just like they're just continuing to do what they were programmed to do um, with no regards to whether that's what they're supposed to be doing or not. Um, but I, I have quite a lot of things to say about her but later on in yes. the episode. Yes.
0: Definitely. So, yeah, we have it set up and, you know, the doctor says goodbye. We now have kind of like our, oh, crap, we have a crunch time because the doctor's leaving to go to Bermuda and everything like that. So Vision comes in, makes the papaya joke. And then, of course, he comes in and she's even more pregnant than four months. We're now looking at six months.
1: Yep. Um, And it is interesting to see that um, just as Vision was spotting that something might be wrong, she got extra pregnant. Um, not sure if that was a sort of a deliberate, um, I've got to move things along, uh, sort of intentional thing, but, uh, just an interesting little note.
0: Yes. And, um, I'm trying to remember when we get to the couch, cause I think she's standing and then, because let's talk, let's talk about the scene when we have our first kind of reset because this time it's not a deliberate rewind. It's actually like, it just kind of flicks to a black screen.
1: Further on in the episode, I'm just looking at my notes here.
0: Um, oh, is it when she's having the um the the false labor? Because he's reading the book and he explains.
1: Um, sorry, well, I've got notes here, and I for some insane reason I don't have it. It's after the um, so they've got the nursery, then okay. false labor, then Billy and Tommy. <laughs> vision clocks that something is wrong wonder resets so that's yeah right. this is it's a little bit further down further.
0: yeah okay so that's just kind of bleh. <laughs> so so yes that's right so i guess we get into the nursery now and we see her kind of oh because i think we have the commercial play that's what happens because that's how we jump from vision being outside to then no nope. <laughs> this nope. is why you write the notes <laughs> right just help us out <laughs>
1: um so after we after we see herb sort of having his moment and vision heads back inside uh we see Wanda starting to decorate the nursery um we have um using her magic to put the uh, crib together she's painting a little stork on the wall um she is putting a mobile up with butterflies on it um and she feels the baby kick and says that it feels uh, fluttery. fluttery. Um, and as she says, fluttery, the butterflies in the mobile flutter away. Um, <laughs> and she she doesn't, it doesn't seem like she actually didn't mean to do it. The way she says, oh, I didn't mean to do that was very, um, I'm performing that I didn't mean to do that. Like this is still within the confines of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, an intentional, unintentional thing to happen. Very peculiar. Um, but we do see sort of as as things continue, uh, things are getting a little bit more uncontrollable around her. She's not quite able to to keep a hold on things, and um, as she goes into false labour, um, the the whole kitchen kind of <laughs> uh, explodes somewhat. <laughs>
0: that that was hilarious and it's getting back to kind of like the like things on the wall spitting and like the you know water overflowing and everything and it just goes yeah really all the
1: perfect. classic classic magic is happening uh sort of effects practical effects that you could have
0: yeah <laughs> just pour and just so a then whole
1: I'm- bunch of dish soap down the sink and just hope for the best <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And then of course they the power they keep their power but then the power goes out and I love that it cuts away to the neighbor that one woman Dottie, comes in it is like do
1: these, do these earrings make me look fat?
0: And I laughed so hard when it when it goes black and he's like oh thank god.
1: <laughs> yeah, Uh two things in that scene uh the uh newspaper he is reading says two new fire hydrants installed on Main Street. Uh but the uh f- paper is folded so it just says hydra uh to fire hydra oh, interesting. Uh, and also as he says oh thank god he looks directly into the camera <laughs> for an extended period of time <laughs> like, he knows oh my god um, what I also loved is when the uh, the kitchen was going crazy and uh, Wanda and Vision were both kind of escaping from it, uh, Wanda was doing her usual, um, you know, the way that she acts when she is being attacked, which is to get ready for, for that. Vision's doing exactly the same thing back to back with her, which is not something that Vision would ever do. He's very, stand straight up and shoot laser beams out of the middle of his forehead. Uh, he doesn't really do fancy hand thing so it was just interesting that he was exactly mirroring her pose um, which kind of to me continues the idea that he is an extension of her
0: because mm. um, it also made me think very charlie's angels with the back-to-back yes.
1: <laughs> yeah that was pretty good
0: <laughs> so that, that literally came to mind when you said about the back-to-back i'm like oh yeah that's very charlie's angels with the <laughs> yeah um but we also... then... sorry go on no you go for it go for it
1: uh so we also hear the first discussion of the names for the baby. Um it could either be Tommy, which is an all-American name, uh, or it could be Billy, after William Shakespeare, and we get a wonderful quote from Vision where he uh does all the world's a stage, which is a, a nice little thing, which again, how much does Vision know? Is he really entirely Vision? Is he an extension of something else well yeah because the Um, the
0: quote is very telling the the all the world's a stage with its many players i mean that you could have literally used any william shakespeare quote so to have to be
1: or not to be perhaps something
0: yeah (laughs) cliche (laughs) <laughs> so, I mean, I think that's very deliberate personally, because I thought that too, the minute he said that my old theater person in me was like, Ooh, they could have chosen anything there. And they chose all the world to stage with its many players to continue on with that quote was quite something. But, um, and yeah, I, I just, again, I love the exchange and the back and forth with the, the kind of goes throughout the whole show with the whole Tommy, Billy, mm-hmm. <laughs> There's just a little nuances with each other. So, and then, uh.
1: The uh, the thing about the all American name, uh, kind of goes back to what you were saying uh, about episodes uh, one and two about sort of why this might be set in a sort of TV American TV sitcom.
0: Yeah, definitely. So it's kind of like eh, which which I think which is funny because I knew a lot of Billies growing up, but maybe that's the time period <laughs> I grew up in.
1: A classic name.
0: Yes, definitely. So what happens next?
1: <laughs> so. Blah uh... blah blah. So um, next we sort of, oh, wh- why does he clock that something is wrong at that point?
0: Because, yeah, there's something where like, because I remember she's sitting on the couch and he walks around to come sit next to her. Oh, um, oh, I know what happened. So it's something about um, he goes out and checks on the neighbors or whatever because of like the power and things.
1: Yes, yes, that was it. Do you want to rewind?
0: Um, Yeah. So we basically, he goes and he talks about like the neighbors and everything. And then that's where she's like, you don't think the neighbors know or something like that. And then that's where it's it's his voice changes too. He goes out. of
1: This is is what i was saying with seventies vision versus real vision, where he becomes that very deliberate, soft-spoken one day there is something wrong here.
0: Yeah, and he he starts naming them by names, and he kind of sits down and, you know, does that really soft-spoken, gentle, like, you could talk to me like that anytime kind of voice. And and again, it's weird, though, because this time we don't have any fancy rewind or anything like that, like, to the point I had to make sure it wasn't my internet connection.
1: (laughs) Exact same thing. He was like, did everything just glitch? Like did d- did our did our Disney Plus just break?
0: <laughs> yeah, so I know I had to watch that. I had to like rewind and Go, oh wait, no, that is definitely like intentional kind of thing because it Yuck. was just a slight kind of black frame and then starting over. But then I was like, oh, okay, so you fooled me. I was like, oh, oops.
1: <laughs> Interesting about that is, um, I, as with previous times where things have uh, rewound um, or things have sort of. Wanda's kind of gone no change this um we started with vision help him which was a phrase and then we got to know which was a single word and now she barely even moves and we're we're rewinding I feel like this could also be like an escalation of powers thing mm-hmm. as well
0: yeah definitely definitely so yeah so that and I mean the way and also the music the music we had a different kind of music underneath it and things and it was it was really kind of like wow this is quite powerful kind of thing going on and then we're back to our slapstick vision yeah exactly so and then somehow we we stand up and then we get rain and
1: yes um my water's broke and the whole house is flooded yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, and that is where we actually cut to our advert for this uh for this episode um which is a, a busy housewife. And my husband and I were like, is this a cleaning product? Because it all no. just seemed that needed to be cleaned up after. Um, but then we, we see that it is actually a bath salt um, for the most luxurious uh, bath that you could possibly have. Um, and of course, the product is Hydra Soak um, with probably one of the most uh, classic looking packages. And I really want some. <laughs> I would like, buy that I think I'd buy that
0: well I also thought the voiceover was very interesting where it said get away where you actually don't get away or something like that or like yeah the again the, they're very clever with their wording and everything but I didn't spot as many kind of easter eggs as there is in some of the other adverts with like you know the watch had the name of the guy and obviously the Hydra logo so this time it literally was just the hydra the word hydra and yeah. uh, and
1: obviously the little logo was in the the pattern on the box yeah um but uh, there's there's kind of some speculation going around at the moment that the um i mean first of all the 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 three adverts um were all focused on time in some way mm-hmm. so the first one had a a timer on the toaster uh the second one was obviously a watch nice and straightforward and this is sort of time to escape time to yourself yeah um but there is a, uh, a theory floating around at the moment that perhaps these two people are in fact Wanda and Pietro's parents. Um, mm. And these are being used as a sort of subliminal um, sort of guiding message of um, or either positively or negatively to influence Wanda in some way. Um, mm. I'm 99.9% certain that those people are dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um it's just, it's an interesting thing to to think about that maybe uh maybe they are more than they seem. I mean, I should hope so.
0: Yeah, definitely. So so now we're back under the table, and it's raining cats and dogs. <laughs> yep. And then finally it stops, and we get out from under the table, and she's like, oh, just the way she delivered. What a mess! I don't know why that cracked me up as well. I don't know. It must have just caught me on a good morning. But I love the like. <sighs> kind of yeah. like
1: it was truly in. wonderful and and the goofy vision being like Whoa, in the background was wonderful <laughs> like he really is just absolutely going ham in this show and I'm yes. all for it
0: <laughs> yeah very much so very much so but uh, and then that's when we're kind of like okay it's game time kind of thing yep. Every- go get the doctor and I thought it was very telling this is the first time like vision is not like being aware of the neighbors he literally in full like kind mm-hmm. of red face bolts out the door kind of thing and then arrives to the doctor and you know of course conveniently our doctor said <laughs>
1: kidnaps him and just runs away
0: <laughs> well inconveniently is having car trouble and things yep. but I think what's also funny is, is like who puts their like sunscreen on before they even get to the place but I mean that's
1: people, people who are signaling that they are about to go on holiday in a sitcom <laughs>
0: Yes, pretty much. So, <laughs> but yeah, I love that he literally just like puts them on his shoulders and just speeds away in front of the wife, who's like, "Hang on, where's my two peas?" kind of thing. And it just was—I was like, "Okay, we're like completely mm-hmm. disregarding any kind of hiding." So meanwhile, while that's going on, Wanda is now in the house. <laughs>
1: yep, visited by Geraldine, who mm-hmm. looks amazing. That hair is. Gorgeous. There's a point where uh, Wanda sort of is inviting her into that. She's hidden under a coat that she's uh, extremely pregnant. Um, in the same way that uh, every single show who's had a pregnant cast member has done at one point or another, where it's a frumpy coat holding something weirdly in front of the bum. <laughs> she goes through all of the uh, all of the possible options with this one, which I really enjoyed. Um, and it was kind of it was almost like a reverse of how things happen in real life with TV because it's the the character pretending not to be pregnant instead of the actor pretending not to be pregnant. yeah um, but I just it, I don't know why, but when um Wanda invites Geraldine into the house, uh, she's like, "Oh, you know, come in, Geraldine." And Geraldine's response is, "Oh no, it's foxy." She's talking about the coat, but just the, the the way she delivered it, I was like, is your name Foxy now? <laughs> I was so confused for like a full 10 seconds.
0: Yeah, I think it's because she said, oh, I know right now is not a good time or, oh, right now is not a good time. And so she yeah, was thinking. Or she was oh, talking
1: about the coat. She yeah. was saying, oh, the coat is nice. But it was just the way that she replied to the word Geraldine with, no, it's Foxy. I was like, no, your name's Gerald. Your name's Monica. <laughs> yeah. It was just a a peculiar um, order of writing uh, sentences in a script, I think.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but even I've noticed, because this happens shortly, uh, a little later in the scene, again, putting on that kind of 70s voice, like, you know, Geraldine is definitely a different kind, she has a different kind of speaking dialect, which is funny, it's very clever, because it's very subtle. And if you don't pay attention, or you just may not notice it, but Yeah, because then when they go into modern time, them, you do see a voice change. It's not like going from like British to English, but it's still like a pattern difference. But um, so, of course, we have the whole she's getting a bucket. She helps herself because Wanda's having contractions. So every time she has a contraction, her coat changes. And I love the third one. She's kind of like, oh, I kind of like this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty great.
0: (laughs) but then also then kind of like, right. Oh, and also another thing that, which gets paid off shortly is, um, right before Geraldine comes in, Wanda hears a noise in the nursery, which then we later see what this is. But, um, so finally yeah. she's changing things.
1: I, I really enjoyed that when she had the, the fruit bowl, um, and she was using that to hide her bump. Um, Geraldine sees and goes, Oh, would you look at that? But she's, She's obviously not talking about the fruit. Yeah. The fruit is definitely her saving the Oh, you're more pregnant than I thought you were going to be. <laughs> or something like that. So I I know like the 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 reaction there was not um sort of the classic misunderstanding reaction if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah. Definitely. So I love like that Like maybe,
1: maybe just a, oh, or something like that would be a classic misunderstanding, but just, oh, would you look at that is very specifically, that is peculiar and I have noticed it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Which of course makes her panic and she's like, fruit, and then takes an apple and then of course proceeds to tell an excru- excruciatingly long story about her boss getting hiccups and everything. And all the while, while this is happening, we have a stork. Appear um, again. This made me crack up because she's trying to do like her little magic to make it disappear, and it's just like, nope, like yep. not having it. Now, what's your theory on this? Because of is this an outside thing that she's not controlling, or like,
1: so there's a couple of things about this sequence. Um, My brain just turned off there, for, sorry. Um, so there's a couple of things about the sequence. Uh, the first thing is, um, Geraldine was quite ready to leave. Um, she, she was like, oh, wonder I've got a question for you. Sits down, starts to talk about work, and then is just like, oh, but you're busy, I'll go. Um, and obviously, classic misunderstanding uh, sitcom joke of, oh, no, actually, tell me about that thing I don't care about so that you don't see secret X or Y yeah (laughs) um considering that wanda has had trouble controlling various things over the course of this episode um it doesn't surprise me that her trying to poof the stalk away doesn't help um and i think it could just be as simple as a stalk implies a baby is coming um Although we don't have a C2 Storks.
0: No, we don't. <laughs>
1: Although what it could is- simply be an extra Stork is coming, like an extra baby is coming. It could have been sort of a, a foreshadowing or something like that. Um, but I do think it was partly a fun sitcom joke. The The... Painting of a stork is now a real stork that knows to try and pretend to be a painting. Oh so The God. stork that, is aware. That,
0: that was <laughs> hilarious. But yeah, first things first. It comes around and it tries to eat the fish on Geraldine's. Uh, I love those trousers. Uh, <laughs> and I loved it at first because, like, she tried to because she couldn't get the stork to go away with a the poof. Then she throws Boom! fruit at. Again, I' laughing my head off. This is where I was just like, this should not be this funny, but it is, and it just you know it was set up great yeah. and then all it took was her just basically getting up in the stork right away into the nursery and i don't know mm-hmm. if it makes a noise or something but somehow we get into the nursery kind of thing and um, i just no.
1: so so the reason that um so originally uh, geraldine sits down like wonder i've got a question for you and then launches into this entire tirade about her boss um which i'm a little bit intrigued about because she specifically is talking about a serial that she has uh helped to name gravity o's um and i just found that a fun little thing that it was about spacemen and things like that where we've got some you know various tenuous links into the extended uh extraterrestrial marvel universe (laughs) um But the the reason that she then goes into the nursery is because she said, oh, do you still keep your stationery in there? Uh, Again, Geraldine, who has met Wanda twice, um, uh, twice now, but uh, according to the intro, is now a good friend of hers, despite the fact that last episode was 12 hours ago. Um, So obviously some some reality bending going on there. Um, But yes, Geraldine heads into the... uh, (laughs) The nursery, uh, and that is where you see the classic misunderstanding of oh, Th- Wanda thinks she's looking at the now perfectly posed stork, um, but <laughs> she's actually looking at the crib, yeah. Um, so and I also really enjoyed that once Geraldine wasn't looking at the stork anymore, the stork was like. <laughs> <laughs> Really, really like that little little tidbit.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, and a very good looking digital stork, I have to say. Very good looking digital stork. So, except I think the beak might have been like the close with The beak might have been a little puppet kind of grabbing at it, but that's just, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and th- there were a couple of moments where it was moving, and I was like, "Is that a puppet?" Because it was it was kind of that stilted puppet like movement and I was like either that's a puppet or somebody has deliberately animated it to look like a puppet
0: yeah definitely <laughs> or like
1: a stork to be fair because storks are also weird and stilted
0: <laughs> yeah but I, I just love that that whole hiding moment so and then of course we can no longer hide it anymore and Wanda drops the flower pots and that's when all is revealed that she is very 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 pregnant <laughs>
1: Actually, before this happened, um, there was a moment that I was kind of very interested in, um, which was the reason why Geraldine does jump up and scare that stork away um, is the noise that the – well, you know, the the end of her story, and the stork makes this kind of twittering, birdie noise. Um, Yes. The way that that Geraldine reacts to that – does not look like, oh, I've heard a weird noise. It looks like there is a threat to my life here. And the way she says, like, it was a chattering sound. Yes. Um, and Wanda sort of makes a, a little joke about how it's, it's her ice machine. It's come built into the fridge. But the reaction did not um, match the actual sound that she heard. And I'm just trying to, I, I'm, I'm still trying to think what I think that chattering sound might be that she would be familiar with. Yes. Um, and I would like to come back to that at the end.
0: Definitely. <laughs> but no, I noticed that too. Thank you. I'm glad you brought that up because it was kind of like one of those
1: yeah because the thing that I thought it might be is something that I don't think she should be afraid of
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I will come back to that later
0: okay (laughs) we'll put a pin (laughs) in it but um, yeah because I was just kind of like that's a very interesting way to say oh it sounds like radio chatter or something like that and I'm like and then when she says it makes it sound like stork noises I was like yeah you guys are talking about two different things but yeah so good coming back to that but um yes yeah, so now Wanda is in full labor mode
1: <laughs> yes and um Geraldine uh, goes ahead and, and grabs some bits and pieces out of uh, cupboards for her completely, not necessarily completely ignoring all the crazy stuff that's going on around her, but she says, I may be late to the party, but I think there's, but I'm sure there's a logical explanation for this. So Mm -hmm. she's acknowledging that she is a newcomer to this town um, and that right now she has other things to focus on, but she's sure that later this will all work out in some way. Um, And I did just find that interesting that she specifically said, oh, I may be late to the party. Mm -hmm. Um, so she she knows she's not supposed to be there
0: yeah exactly so baby one arrives and of course late to the party is doctor (laughs) and vision as we see still comes and wishing in to the point the doctor is kind of like whoa okay so again no illusion has been made but he is in kind of more blonde looking him and you know he's so happy kind of thing and uh Yeah. And then the doctors, I I forget kind of what the doctor is saying at this point, but he doesn't really do much.
1: Really doesn't. Um, He he's mostly there to uh, have been a reason to get vision out of the room, (laughs) Uh, which I think is a a kind of a a common trope with uh, with with TV shows where there is a baby born. Um, First of all, we had them hiding directly behind the couch really enjoyed that that was just so perfect um and also just any excuse to get somebody out of the way for dramatic effect whilst there's a (laughs) whilst there's a baby being born
0: yes so i'm trying to remember is vision there when the second one is born
1: yes so the first baby is tommy uh which um vision is sort of happy to call him Tommy, Um, and the second baby very suddenly and without any uh, expectation turns up. Um, And we cut very quickly once Wanda starts um, with the second one. Um, And that could both be a, uh, we need to cut this for time, or it could be Wanda is deliberately cutting to later so she doesn't have to experience that pain again.
0: <laughs> yes, which I bet a lot of us, if we were moms, would be like, yeah, can we just skip that whole part? <laughs> yeah.
1: Kind of thing. Yeah. So uh, both of them get their wish in a baby called Tommy or Billy. Yep. Um, which, uh, that first baby, the most intensely blue eyes I've ever seen on a child.
0: <laughs> yes, yes.
1: Um but yeah, so uh, the, the babies get put into a, a lovely little crib um, and the, the doctor tells Geraldine that she'd make a great nurse um, <laughs> just after she's described how she's just had a promotion at her company for coming up with new marketing stuff. And it's just like, mm, sure, Jan.
0: Yeah, thank you. <laughs> sure, thanks for that.
1: <laughs> so and um, and uh, Vision escorts the doctor out Um not quite as fast this time. Um, and we we hear the doctor say that um, a line that I think could very easily have been delivered in a uh, not creepy way. Um, Vision asks, oh, you know, will you still get away on this holiday? Um, and the doctor says, oh, no, um, can never seem to get away. Small town doctors uh, can never seem to escape. Mm. But the way he delivers that last line is... The, the the sheer desperation in that man's eyes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Definitely that was very telling as well. So it's like again there's these I felt this episode really was like okay, we're really starting to show you the clues. And definitely you're starting to see the reaction of the players as well because you know, Vision then sees, oh, yeah, because Vision asks the doctor, hey, can we kind of keep this between us kind of thing? And he's like, oh, yeah. Or no, that was earlier. Never mind. But anyway, you know, they're still trying to keep it secret. But then it pretty much is. Still see, at his,
1: Yeah. Herb is still at his bushes.
0: Yeah. And Agnes <laughs> is there. Agnes.
1: And again, another um, thank you to the people who close caption our TV shows, um, (laughs) because there is no way I would have been able to hear what their conversation was uh, Mm. if I hadn't had the subtitles on. (laughs) And this is why I have the subtitles on with every show I watch. Agnes and Herb are uh, discussing Geraldine. Um, There's phrases like, oh, and her belly. And did she go inside the house? Um, And it's, it's, you know, some very clandestine little whispering to each other. Um, And Vision notices the uh, whispery. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know if it's because he heard what they were saying or because he sort of saw two people whispering who he didn't think he doesn't understand why they were whispering. Correct. Um, But yeah, he he heads over and we get probably my favorite exchange in the episode. Um, Herb and Agnes are warning Vision about Geraldine in a Mm -hmm. very roundabout way.
0: Yeah. At first they start kind of vague kind of thing. Like she doesn't, don't they say something like she doesn't have a home or... Yes,
1: so Agnes is very specific she's um she she to me it sounds like she's trying to make vision distrust her without specifically explaining why mm-hmm. um without saying she's not from here she doesn't she's not from this little universe we live in. She doesn't have a home is very she was never meant to be here the way that people who have homes were yeah. Um, and she, you can tell that she's very deliberately picking her words and Herb, it feels like is a little bit less deliberately picking words and a little bit more like I've just discovered something and I am worried about telling you.
0: Yeah. Kind of his girl. exact,
1: yeah, his exact words are, she came here because we're, she came here because we're all.
0: Oh, and the and look of Agnes's it. face kind of like she breaks character and almost is kind of like, don't do it, don't do it. I mean, that's what Lisa came across to me and the watch yes, I had. Yes, absolutely.
1: Um, And it's interesting because at this point, whilst this conversation is happening, inside the house, Wanda and Geraldine are talking about the babies um, who are twins. And Wanda mentions that she is also a twin, um, despite the fact that. Those two actors look about fifteen years different in age, and look nothing like each other. Uh, really enjoyed the twins nonsense that they pulled on uh, on Age of Ultron there. Yeah. Um, but uh, she, you know, she she calls out Pietro by name um, and starts to sing a lullaby in Sokovian.
0: I thought it was so cool. Like I was like, here we go. We are finally, yeah. finally bringing that back.
1: And as as she's singing it, you can see Geraldine kind of, it's like she's shaking something off. Mm. And it's interesting that this conversation outside is happening at the same time that Wanda is singing this and Geraldine is sort of becoming a little bit more lucid. Like singing the lullaby and remembering the outside world is loosening her grip on everybody's uh, sort of ability to think for themselves.
0: Yeah. And um, I, I just love that side little note, funny story. Those two actors that played twins two either was right before or right after played um, a married couple in Godzilla. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't know if it was before or after. That's why I was just like, this is. Was yeah. I was like, and now <laughs> you're twins. It's like, yeah. okay, sure. But um, no, I love, uh, what's his name? Aaron. Um, I forget the actor's name, but uh, it kick-ass. Adam
1: Taylor Johnson.
0: That's it. That's right. He has three names kind of thing. And um yeah, but uh I also loved like the way she says his name. She went into her accent kind of thing. So yeah, I I really loved this moment because also I again, Wanda now breaks her she's now modern day voice too, when she's looking at the babies and goes I was a twin, and just like the sound of like pain in her voice and things, and like remembering kind of thing, and the lullaby was just amazing, and I was so happy because I know there's always been the whole "where did her accent go?" and then it's like been later said that Black Widow helped her assimilate or not, maybe not the word. That's I want that's a very Star Trek-y word, but anyway, you know that's why the accent went. So I was very happy to kind of go right back to her roots, and then. Geraldine dropped the big bomb of... Yeah, like,
1: used the trigger word for both Wanda and me, of course, with my love for Robot Boys. Yes. (laughs) He was killed by Ultron, wasn't he?
0: Mm. And I was Uh, like, oh! (laughs) I was like, "Uh uh-oh, this is bad.
1: Full full Sokovian accent Wanda of what did you say about Pietro? Um, So... Not a good time to be had by anybody. And you can see that um, Geraldine, not not Monica just yet, but Geraldine uh, again kind of drops the, the sort of the cool 70s uh, persona and is just like, Wanda, don't be like this.
0: Yeah. Or and don't do she, this. And then she sees the uh, necklace.
1: Which was there the whole time. Yeah, we went back because Brad was like, "Was that like a peace symbol or something?" Before, no, it was always the sword symbol, and we just didn't look at a necklace.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that where it's like when something's like revealed, you have to like go back and go, "Has it been there from the beginning?" And I love like when films do that where it's like, "Yep, it was there the whole time," and you have to like go and rewatch it. Yeah. So all the while, I love it. I love kind of intercutting. Editing. So all the while, while this is going on, and Wanda's starting to be very suspicious, you have the two quote neighbors letting Vision know that something's not right, and then all of a sudden, you know, Vision's kind of like, "I'm gonna go now." Yeah, uh, he- and
1: Agnes is very much like, "Okay, bye." Back to my character. I'm gonna pedal off on my bike, and Herb just like puts his uh, his uh, trimmer away and just heads back indoors. Like nothing to see here. Yeah. Um and Vision heads back in and we have the most amazingly super villain-esque uh face on Wanda <laughs> as Geraldine is mysteriously gone. She had to go. Um and I also really enjoyed as um as the aspect ratio changes, Wanda is actually pushing it out with her hands. Uh, she? You can, you can <sighs> they, they've matched the timing of it to her moving her hands outward, and I was like, that's either somebody in, ed- in the edit suite was just like having a good day or she's deliberately moving it to to the next aspect ratio and it's fun because it turns um to um i was instead of um
0: four
1: by three four, four by three uh it does expand but then it then shrinks to widespread oh.
0: Okay, so not only does it, it, opens it go to 16 up by it 9 goes, yeah. it goes to 2 by uh, 3 5 uh, yeah, But it only three-
1: goes to this once we get outside of yeah. like, the town. Okay. And I just found so, that really interesting that she opens it up to 16 by 9 I and
0: then we... Yeah, I didn't catch the... Oh, I, I saw it happening, but I didn't catch on her hands that she was doing that, so that's... Because she, she's like, just
1: doing this like at the bottom of the screen, and you're like, oh, what, what's she doing with her hands? You can't quite see if she's holding something, and then like she...
0: Oh, it's very good, again very now. nice. Oh, because I mean, obviously, I noticed that kind of thing,
1: but um... and that feels very much like she's a lot more sort of decisively in control because mm-hmm. the transition from sixties to seventies, she, um, the, the colorization, it didn't quite feel fully in her control because vision was red without her necessarily doing it purposefully, and yeah. it was almost as though she then f- caught everything up with it. Yeah. By colorizing everything, um, so yeah, it was just an interesting sort of. Um, she she had to leave. Everything's fine. Hmm. Very sinister. Really loved it, hmm. um, and then we see uh, that where Monica has gone is in fact outside the town.
0: Yes, and it's like it looks like now because it was quite dark, and we were watching it in a bright living room. So I might need to see again. It looks like so it is like a bubble we've had it confirmed now this isn't like it's very much is like a Truman show kind of situation and it is being monitored and there is like this force field looking thing that looks like a tv screen when Monica gets spat out kind of thing good song choice too um that's deliberate you know just the the wording and everything good good choice and I was singing along but I was like oh this is very calculated we have now kind of see that there is a facility and this is like an actual kind of portal in the world it's not like she's hooked up to a table or it's not in her mind it's an actual thing so now we're going to get into the theories because helen's got some whoppers so let's go
1: okay so first of all um outside that uh where monica lands uh, the car's driving up um you, uh, you, I know you said you were watching it in a bright living room, but one of those cars did have a sword logo on the door when we when it opened, so we did see that. Um, I'm, I'm intrigued by why uh, Geraldine was wearing the sword logo as a necklace to begin with. Mm. I know it's a plot point to make her note to make Wanda notice it, but it seems very. Um, I'm trying to draw your attention to something. I'm trying to, again, maybe subliminally tell you that something's coming, um, or maybe not. Maybe it was a uh, the same way with the helicopter. There is something about Geraldine that is inherently sword, um, and therefore that's why that was there. I want to go back to episode two and have a look at her outfit there and see if there was maybe um, you know a hidden sword logo on her that I'd missed. Yeah. Um, so I think, so I I think last time we, we had some various ideas about what this could be, but I think Herb is my, uh, my, my driving factor here. I think that when he was going to say, we are all. Mm-hmm. I think there's a chance he was going to... I, I know there's sort of the idea that he could be saying, she's here because we're all trapped. She's here because we're all fake. She's here because we're all in being imprisoned by the Scarlet Witch. But I think there is a chance that he was actually going to say, she's here because we're all mutants. Oh. <laughs> and I think this is because, for, some re- for a couple of different reasons, um, the 50s... A fake town in the middle of nowhere to me screams nuclear testing Yes. and if you are going to hide a group of people who do not want to be found I would maybe hide them in a fake nuclear testing fallout style fake village that isn't supposed to really exist but definitely does and has a whole bunch of sentient open people surrounding it and checking that everything is okay um, I think that Wanda was either imprisoned here after the end of uh, Endgame um, or she chose to come here to try and help. Uh, perhaps there is somebody in this town who she was trying to find to help resurrect Vision or somewhere to go and pretend nothing bad ever happened. And um, And I just, uh, the only reason I think this is because obviously we have the whole House of M connection, but there isn't really a reason why you would have all these people both not want to leave and also want to leave at the same time. Yeah. Um, If they were all here because they were... Sword agents who are expected to be on the job uh, Helping to create this fake life for Wanda To stop her from going nuclear and burning down the world They would not be as scared as they are When they break through to their sort of real selves Yeah And when um, Wanda hears the the voice on the radio in episode 2 That says, Wanda, what are they doing to you? Um, Or who did this to you, sorry Yeah um, just before that, there's an exchange with Dotty where Wanda says something along the lines of "I'm not, I'm, I'm not here to to hurt you, or I, I'm not, I don't want to, you know, cause problems." And Dotty says, "I don't believe you." Mm. And I just find it. I, I'm, I haven't fully sort of solidified this theory yet in my mind, but I do think that there's a, a significant chance that this is a town of people who were trying to hide um and perhaps weren't which brings me on to my second theory which i do not think is true <laughs> and that is um we if we have a town of people who are trying to hide and do not want to be discovered he could also have been saying she's here because we're scrolls um... which could explain the ch- the chattering noise but monica knows scrolls has has had good friendly dealings with them hence i don't think those are scrolls also because we um we we saw captain marvel take the scrolls off to another planet at the end of captain marvel
0: i think for me mine after kind of seeing the ending was um pretty much like i had a random ass theory that it's like basically wanda knows what's going on but it's like almost like I don't know. Like my theory, we're getting hacked by Sword right now, so I have no idea what else to say. <laughs> you know what? I think Sword is telling us to not talk about this anymore.
1: <laughs> this is making me think it's actually Scrolls. Yes.
0: <laughs> so I think what we're going to do—we've got some great speculations—we're going to end this episode um, and just kind of say, "Where can they find us? Where they? Where can they find you, Helen?" <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm at Ketsi Ita N on Twitter and Instagram um, and you can find the podcast at worst dreams underscore CT on Twitter
0: and I am Shannon you can find me on Twitter at again, spelled with an E N at the end and that okay big brother we're done we're gonna end this episode <laughs> Helen it's been great thanks for coming on and um, yeah I'm looking forward to the next episode we're going to be in the 80s so I think very much going to have a lot of cues from like Roseanne and um, things like that and uh, go from there but uh, as it looks like Sword is hacking your feed again (laughs) we're going to say goodbye and uh, yeah we will see you guys next time